Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, Wreck on the Highway. Hey everybody, you're listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. It's the podcast where we talk about every Bruce Springsteen song alphabetically one by one. My name is Rob Carmack and I'm joined here as always by J.B. Clark. Hey! Let me ask you a question. Do you ever drive around in your car thinking about death? Uh, dude, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's that's so on brand for me. I was going to say, that's like 90% of my brand right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so on brand for me. There's this app I got really pumped about that just texts you like a reminder that you're going to die one day every like hour and a half or so. Yeah, I have an app uh, like that, that called My Own download. Brain. So yeah, I uh, I don't need I don't need digital things telling me that I'm already I'm already like on on the job. Don't you worry. I said that to April last night. She was uh, a <laughs> she was <laughs> she was worried that Austin wasn't sleeping in her in her uh, bassinet that she has to sleep in the bed with April and me every night. She was like, "This is gonna be forever." And I was <laughs> like, "No, it's not, babe. Get you, don't think about it that way. You know." You'll go back to work or whatever, and I'll sleep training. It'll be fine. And she was like, no, it is. It's going to be forever. I was like, it can't be forever. You're both going to be dead one day. <laughs> and she like, got up and walked off. Yeah, that's not really the thing you want to say to a, a new mom. You know, like. <laughs> but that's like a, that's a normal rationalization for me. And she was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, man. Know your, no, know your audience. You can't just say that. <laughs> yeah, I love that's to walk through the. <laughs> love to walk through the maternity ward of the hospital and just be like, it's a cute baby. But you know it's gonna die one day, right? That's uh, yeah. that's dark, man. Dude, I think I think I'll follow you into the dark every night to my son, and like the whole premise of that song is like, hey, you're gonna be dead one day. As uh, and if things don't work out for you in death, I'll still be by your side. <laughs> as is the pre- that that is also the premise of this song, <laughs> as it turns out. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, the song we're oh, talking yeah, about. This song, let's talk about it. Wreck yeah. on the highway. <laughs> I mean, we're already talking about death. We might as well talk about this song. So the song that we're talking about today is "Wreck on the Highway." This is the final song on the album, "The River." It's not our final song. We we still have one other song left on the album, "The River," but this is this is the final track. If you've been listening to the twenty song double album, "The River," or properly, if you went to any of the first leg of the North American River Tour in two thousand sixteen, this is the final song that Bruce performed. From the river, that's right, and uh, it's about death, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But th- that is what this song is. It's the it's the last song on that album, and the most recent performance of this song was on the River Tour. It was in Jul- on July the twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen, in Oslo, Norway. So just a little over three years ago. Amazingly, I can't believe it's been three years. But uh, so if you were at the show in Oslo, Norway, in two thousand sixteen in July on the river tour, then you heard what may end up being the final ever performance of that song. Oh, wow. You know, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, we know there's going to be another tour, but I can't imagine like on, on the next E street band tour, if he's going to be like, I'm going to make sure wreck on the highways heavy in the rotation. (laughs) That doesn't seem right. So, um, yeah, we talk, we talk all the time about like, Oh, he played this song three times. And at no point do we think he's ever going to, to play him again and what we've never pointed out that way for those songs because like who cares but this is like a significant song that he really may never play again live well and i mean since we're ta- since we're talking about oh, death i'm going to talk about everything my most- mind. <laughs> say what you just blew my mind <laughs> yeah man i mean that's i mean we're, we're thinking about death so we have to talk about everything as if it were permanent so um that's yeah so if he's if that's the last time he played it that may be the last time he ever plays it try man. not try not to spend t- too much time on that before anyway we're making light of it this is actually a very like somber 
kind of song. But um, anyway, that is what the song is. Final song on the river from the the nineteen eighty or final song from the nineteen eighty album, The River. And um, let's talk music for a minute. It's it's slower. It's it, it's an interesting sort of album closer because it's very quiet. It's very it's it's very small feeling, especially since it comes right after Drive All Night, which is like this big epic anthem of love about buying a woman some shoes and like which drive all night is like eight minutes long and it's you know it's big it's anthemic it's i mean it's not it's not like a a rocker but it's it's you know it's it's it is a big song i think and and so i mean yeah when he plays it live he definitely chews on it for a little while he pour yeah he pours so much like heart and soul into it and and then you got this song which is it's very small it's got like these this very thin like high guitar playing to it i think this is the perfect way to end this album absolutely perfect yeah well because this album's uh what it's supposed to be a combination of what it was like to see this band back in the day and in a bar and then also this look we've grown up a little bit now and we're going to tell some stories about how life really is and like drive all night is how you want life to really be but like we're on the highway is like yeah but this is kind of really how life is (laughs) yeah or, I mean, if you want to just tie all the narratives together, what if the guy in Drive All Night got into a wreck on the highway? Ooh. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. That's pretty dark. That's so dark. He never gets her some shoes. Or maybe he's on his way home from, like, maybe he's, he's got the shoes, he's driving in the car, and as he's, like, almost home, or almost to, to where she is, he looks out his window and he sees the wreck on the highway, and that, like, pulls everything into focus. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is interesting that both these the two the last two songs on the album take place entirely inside of a car, you know, like that's that is interesting that that's the perspective he he ends the album with, but also, uh, yeah, like like you said, it 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 ends it in the, it's this um sorry the river is what he describes of as his uh, coming of age album, which is like kind of the reckoning with adulthood and realizing that all of life is not just excitement and like. Um, new opportunities on the horizon. There's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of things that you didn't expect. And there's a lot of things that are out of your control that you have to sort of live with. And, and and there's a lot of joy and excitement, but there's also a lot of despair and all of that sort of wrapped up in this one album. And the final, the final word that the album has to share with you is like, don't forget that you are mortal. Like that this, this journey of yours will come to an end. Yeah. And uh, I also think it's interesting, I mean, if we're just doing, because, I mean, we're kind of, we haven't talked about the lyrics yet, but, like, even musically, it does sort of, like, offer that kind of feeling, because it has, like, that false ending. ending. What what do you think the false ending is about? You know what I'm talking about? Like, it sounds like the song is over, but then there's another minute left in the song. Yeah, I I don't know, that's just, I kind of love it when a band sort of, like, brings it down, and they just decide to trail off. Like come back in and trail off, you know. Yeah. Well, in, in live, Bruce when when they would do the the album live, Bruce would use that last minute to do like the outro of the whole thing. Like this, you know, this is what the river meant to me. Like he 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 talks over that part. Right. But, but it is almost sort of like that. It's it's like this little bonus moment that you have to sort of reflect on what the song just told you. And the song is apparently directly inspired, musically, it's directly inspired by Roy Acuff's country song of the same name, Wreck on the Highway, and similar themes from the 1940s. Okay. Yeah. And also, like, both musically and thematically, it does sort of, like, feel like he's foreshadowing Nebraska a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting that this song finishes this album, and the next new song anybody's going to hear from him is going to be from Nebraska. 
you know. Yeah, so that's actually one of my notes. Like the singing on this song makes it feel like he could have saved it for Nebraska. This this song not that it doesn't fit the river perfectly. It just yeah, it would have been awesome on Nebraska. Yeah, it almost would have been a fun first track. Like let's pick up where we left off. If he like started it with that little, even if he just started it with the last minute. Well, I mean that that is interesting. Um, Oh wow! And it doesn't really work, you know. But it would have been awesome if you picked it up and you're like, wait a second. I mean, actually, or if he was playing that part on his acoustic guitar. Now that you're talking about it, though, like this song as the opening track on Nebraska, because the opening track on Nebraska is the title track, which is about a serial killer, which is a way of saying, like, you know, if you, if you think we've gone dark before, you ain't seen nothing yet. But like a song yeah. that's all about like sort of a person just out driving one night and then has this like sh- he's struck by the realization of his own mortality. Like that's an interesting way to start into like go into what is the album of, like and like the the second track in nebraska is atlantic city which the chorus is everything dies yeah or maybe that's a fact you know like the, there's there's a lot of right. mortality that bruce is engaging at this point in his career you know but yeah this this song yeah. does feel like he's he's foreshadowing that that next album they uh don't not flow together they kind of they they do a good job flowing together i think so too i think that's that's an interesting connection between those two records and that that that's yeah. an interesting. I mean, if you just have an afternoon to kill, like listen all the way through to the river, and then like set it up to where Nebraska just starts as the river ends. Like that would be that would be interesting. I think. Yeah, for sure. What else yeah. musically is there? I realize like he's he he makes this song pretty simple on purpose. But um, what all do you hear here? So the instrumentation is um, a sort of like lull in the set, you know where the lead singer can kind of like really bring it down. It's just like that nice, like just, it brings, it brings the whole thing down, you know? Yeah. Um, we already talked about that a little bit. Um, or I guess we've already kind of talked about that a lot. So, um, nothing really great or interesting happens musically besides it just being like a good, sad song performed really well by the band. Yeah. Uh, everybody's doing great. The bass is doing great. Just kind of like bouncing between the notes and the scale. The piano is really great. The organ's great. The drums are great. Uh, the piano is really great. It's super understated, and but still kind of like soulful. Uh, yeah, the and piano then I work, really love at the end. The piano it work cuts out and comes back in. Yeah, the piano works super good. I loved this when we heard them do it live on the River Tour. Yeah, dude, it was super good. It it really it feels like a natural ending. You know, like I'm I'm grateful that he continued to play for another hour plus after this. But um, any other band, like that's that's a great ending to a show. You know, you like you come out with the ties that bind, or with Meet Me in the City, I guess. Then you play through the entire River album, and this song, the, I mean, it, it's just a good fade to black. You know. Yeah. Well, should we get into the lyrics? Yeah, well, take us through it, man. All right. Well, here we go. Last night I was out driving, coming home at the end of the working day. I was riding alone through the drizzling rain on a deserted stretch of the of a country two lane. Or, I'm sorry, of a county two lane. When I came upon a wreck on the highway, so it's very simple. Like he's he's talking, he's driving home. It's raining, and he on a deserted stretch of the of a two lane road, he sees a wreck on the highway. And I, I I mean I know you grew up in and around like rural territory as well. Like a deserted stretch of county two lane in the rain, like that's a that's a specifically lonely spot on the road. You know what I mean? Like it's also it's, a specific kind of dark. Yeah, it, um, it's very dark. It's very isolated, and it's um. It's an easy yeah, place to get lane, into a wreck, quite frankly. You're like, driving through some trees, maybe. Well, it's in Nebraska, so maybe not. Well, I don't know. And uh, it's dark. You know, the moon is, <laughs> I don't know, for whatever reason, you're always out there. There's no moon. <laughs> yeah. You, 
I always think about it. Uh, I don't realize how uh, Tupelo is like super bright for a town that's so small. Um, and when the power goes out downtown, it's like, oh man, this is dark. <laughs> but you can still see a little bit. I can just think of a few times in my life where I've like come across. Uh, oh man, I was driving home from uh, Florence, Alabama one night and I saw like just out of nowhere, it's completely dark and then emerges in our headlight beams is like just some dude who looks kind of strung out on a tiny motorcycle without shoes on, no headlights in the middle of the road. Oh my gosh. And we were, it terrified us. <laughs> and yeah, and it's just like, it was so dark that that guy was in front of us. Whoa. Uh, not that far away. You know what I mean? And yeah. then like, it's just like your headlight, you just, you got 10 feet or whatever your headlights give you. And and that's what, I, yeah, it was insane. So yeah, that is being on a, a dark deserted stretch of County line. Yeah. Uh, County two lane. Well, and there are wrecks. I mean, when, when I, I grew up near route 66 and there were, there were so many car accidents on route 66 and people died in them a lot. Like there, it, it's, it was a place, it was just known like, if you go driving on Route 66 at night, especially if it's bad weather, then be very careful. Drive very slowly. Keep your high beams on because it is super dangerous. There's lots of like steep drop-offs. There's lots of creeks. Like it's it's really easy to get to get into a really bad car accident out there. And and so like what he's describing here is something that is very real. I mean, and it, especially in like exactly what you're saying. It's very dark. It's very isolated. And it's really easy to get into a very bad car accident in, in those kinds of conditions. And he's he's just describing, like, he's just driving home at the end of the working day, which is something that a lot of Bruce's characters do. And he has this moment, and he looks out, and he sees a wreck on the highway. And it just, like... And I have to imagine, this is not the only time he's ever seen something like this. It's just, for some reason, it strikes him. It, it hits him in a certain kind of way, and it changes the way he thinks about things. So he, he, he talks about how he sees it, and then he, he starts to describe it. And verse two, where he says, there was blood and glass all over and there was nobody there but me. So like in my mind, like anytime now that I live in a major city, like anytime there's a wreck on the highway, by the time I get to it, there's like, you know, like police cars and fire, like fire trucks and ambulances and like helicopter, you know, there's all like, there's lots of commotion. So what he's describing here, not only is there a wreck, but there's blood and there's glass and he's the only person who sees it. And this is 1980. So it's not like he can like stop and like pull out like grab a cell phone and call somebody you know what i mean like he's gotta yeah he's gotta go find a payphone like it's like there's it's a lot harder to call for help at this point so uh, it says as the rain tumbled down hard and cold i seen a young man lying by the side of the road so he's thrown from the car yeah and it says he cried mister won't you help me please which is chilling you know like yes um and so like what's what, what does that mean does that mean drive and try to find help does that mean pick him up and put him in your car like <laughs> what does that mean or like, is it possible that like the guy's dead and like the the narrator just he feels he he feels a certain amount of responsibility as if the person is crying out to him, you know? Yeah. Because um, if you've been thrown from a car, you're probably not crying out to anybody. Like that, this is this is a very serious car accident that's, that's being described here. And so the next thing it says, an ambulance finally came and took him to Riverside. So like he he clearly like stops and like finds a phone or whatever says I watch. So he's still there when the ambulance finally comes and, and says, take took him to Riverside. I watched as they drove him away. And I thought of a girlfriend or a young wife and a state trooper knocking in the middle of the night to say your baby died in a wreck on the highway. So even though it says they took him to they, an ambulance came and took him to Riverside. The, the understanding here is that he did not make it. 
And so now he's in in his mind, he's imagining like whoever, wh- whatever poor soul's job it is to go and find out who who's this person's next of kin, and whose door am I, do I have to knock on tonight to deliver the worst possible news? And and so he's imagining that. And then the the last verse is sometimes. So now we're like further away, right? I, I, I actually it starts out last night. And now it says sometimes I sit up. So I don't know exactly how much time is supposed to have passed, but um, he says, sometimes I sit up in the darkness and I watch my baby as she sleeps. Then I climb in bed and I hold her tight. I just lay there awake in the middle of the night thinking about the wreck on the highway. Yeah. I So this line, this, this verse really captures it for me. I mm-hmm. have a very specific memory. I used to be a crime reporter for newspapers and, I have a very specific memory of like driving away from a um, murder kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm on this little two lane road and I called April and I was just like, Hey, she's like, what's up? I was like, nothing. You good. And I finally, you know, she, she's like, why are you calling me? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I was just driving home from a murder scene. I just need to talk to you. And, uh, like you realize how we were like engaged then I think, but you realize how fragile and sort of, stupid life is sometimes and you just want to call the people that you love whenever you, you know, you see that, you know? Yeah. Uh, this, this totally captures it. Well, and, and, and Bruce articulates pretty much that when, he, when he explains the song, in fact, um, he, he has explained the theme of the song by saying that, um, after seeing the accident that the narrator quote realizes that you have a limited number of opportunities to love someone, to do your work, to be part of something, to parent your children, to do something good. So it's yeah. like, and, and it is one of those things. Like if you like, like a lot of the song is about a lot of things or a lot of this album, it covers a lot of territory as it's supposed to. And it's like joy and life and like parenting and just every, like so much of what it means to be an adult and being alive is caught up in this album and then at the end of it he's like and also by the way you only have a little bit of time you you know like every like you're you are limited and so the people that you love love them well and the work that you do do it well because there there are some things that need to be reminded like we need to be reminded of and one of the things that i think he's saying we all need to be reminded of is that life is short and we, we only have so much time and energy and and it, it and the whole thing is a gift and um I think that's I, I think he ends this album as a message to the listener. Like whatever it is that this album gave you, remember you only have a so have so much life left and you you only have so much time to go and get, and enjoy all the things that this album was trying to celebrate, you know? That's yeah. maybe, maybe that's why the guy will drive all night for shoes because he knows like the this is this is a a pure beautiful expression of love and I want to offer it to somebody as, as best as I can, you know, because you know, the wreck on the highway reminded me that I only have a little bit of time, not, not to make this so dark, but, um, it, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you talked about murder scenes, but in my line of work, I, I have to visit people in the hospital sometimes and I have to do funerals. And, um, today I, I will not get specific, but, um, I, someone that I'm friends with called me today and their child just got a devastating uh, diagnosis, and it was just one of those. Mm. It's a it, it's every parent's nightmare, and um, 
and my wife and I were just talking about it a couple of hours ago and every every time and it would just sort of like keep coming back into my head thinking about it and every time it did I just I needed to go like like just stare at one of my kids you know for like 10 minutes yeah just to remind myself like this, the whole this is a gift this whole thing is a gift and anytime anytime you ever go to a funeral or anytime you're ever any anytime you're ever sort of confronted with sort of the the fragility of all, all of it it's basically that's the wreck on the highway and the thing we're invited to do is not to be like disturbed or recoil by it but but instead to to re- let that remind us that every every breath that we draw is a gift and we you know there's just not we don't get an infinite number of those things so yeah um enjoy it as best we can you know yeah. i think that's that's the beautiful horrible amazing thing that, that this song is it's a reminder of of how short life is but also that we we can choose to to love people well and to engage as best we can yeah man that's all i got it's a sad song it yeah. is yeah it's and it's a powerful song for for something as small and sad as it is it's very powerful you know, this song, this yeah. song leaves me like I, I feel the song after it ends every single time I listen to it. For sure. Which I think is another good reason why this is the perfect ending to the album, because like, how would you like what song could you possibly put after this song on this on this record? You know what I mean? Like if you put this like in the middle, like what are you going to put like Ramrod after? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, no, like th- this has to be the final word. This the this song and, again, unless it's like Nebraska and you're trying to like go into a deeper space or a darker space. But like for what this album is, this is exactly where it needs to end. Which, and we talked yeah. about it before um, when we talked about the ties, of the bind, but the ties, of the bind is the, is the opening song to the album, which is all about like the, the necessity of human connection and, and like the longing to, to be connected and like the, the futility of trying to resist the need to, to be connected. And like the whole rest of the album is sort of like a pressing against and pulling away from that notion. And then the final track of the song is, or of the album is, and also you only have a little bit of time. So why, why fight the ties of the blind when you know that one day it like one day will be, there will, there will come a day that will be your last. So what's, what's yeah. the point in resisting human connection? Yeah, man. It's fragile. You gotta, you gotta take it while you can. Yeah. I mean, I know, like Born Born to Run and Darkness on the Edge of Town are Bruce's two best albums, but man, this this album makes a really good case for itself. You know, like yeah, top to bottom. Yeah, this is a great album. It really is. I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I obviously I could keep talking about like death and the realization of the fragility of all of life. Like that's kind of my, it's kind of my job. It's my bread and butter. But I, I I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what 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 else do you hear, man? Like what what does this song do for you? Um, man, I I hate to kind of be boring but you know you you nailed it. it it just takes me back to that moment when i was driving away from that crime scene just really wanting to just be around people i loved um yeah it's hot. It just brings me back to that yeah it's um i it, it's interesting like bruce wrote this song so long ago and and now he's he's turning 70 this year you know he he's getting older, and and a lot of his a lot of his music has been a sort of reflection on the meaning of life and mortality, and and now that he's, you know now now that he's getting older, like he just did the Broadway show, which is all sort of like a reflection, like looking back on his whole life. I wonder, I wonder what it means to him to sing this song now, versus what it meant to him to, to sing it when he was in his thirties. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like on like, I, and we talked about it before. Like, but when we saw him on the River Tour, there were certain songs on the River Tour with, that when he sang them, he seemed old, and not not in like a bad way, but sort of in a way that like the song seems like it probably feels different to him now than it did when he first like Independence Day. You know, like yeah, he's. He is now it's exactly older. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, well, I mean, because like that song's about a young man like trying to like push against the will of his father, and but Bruce on that tour. I mean, like when we saw him like three years ago, Bruce is older than his father was when he wrote that song. You know, I like, think you texted me that like during the song. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Or, or right after. It's possible. The, yeah. Yeah. But. But yeah, man, so so like there are certain things that I think probably feel different to him now that he's he's a dad. Like he like he's got grown kids. Like his youngest kid is a firefighter. So what what are these songs like to him now? It's, and especially this song, Wreck on the Highway, which is all about like mortality. Like, you know, that's that has to feel different to him. I would I I have to think that that feels different to him at seventy than it did at thirty. Oh yeah, it's gotta as much as he thought he reckoned with it before, it's gotta feel sort of more imminent. I would think. It, it, I mean, yeah, I'm, I I would love to hear him talk about that, but, um, but yeah, man, there's there's a heaviness to it. I think when when he yeah. when he did it three years ago on the River Tour. But yeah, man, I absolutely love this song. Um, it's it, it is it's a perfect album closer. It's it's one of my favorite Bruce Springsteen songs. I just, I really really love it. Um, how many County Two Lanes do you give this song? Uh, four. Okay, I'm a five. I figured you would be. Yeah, I've got to be. It's. I feel like you're a little bit disappointed in me. I'm sorry. No, 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 man. I mean, th- th- this is. I, 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 don't blame anybody for not giving the song a five, just because it is, it is so small and it is so, it, it, it just sort of is what it is. It isn't one of those like quintessential. It's not Thunder Road. It's not The Promised Land. But it, um, it really it resonates with me in a at a visceral level, and I, I think about this song a lot. Um, in fact, yeah, it's funny. Like even if we hadn't been doing the podcast today, I still would have been thinking about the song today because of um, my conversation with my friend. But um, I, I think about this. I think about the song every time I do a hospital visit and every time I do a funeral. And I mean, really, every, any any time I have to like sit with somebody who's grieving, th- this is one of the songs that I think about. So um, th- this is to me. This is one of the most important Bruce Springsteen songs to me. Um, even, even though I realize like this isn't just like a fan staple. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I absolutely love this song. I'm 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 a five all the way. Speaking of songs that one of us feels very strongly about, our next episode is going to be Ooh. Wrecking Ball, JB. It sure is. So it sure is. Get yourself excited. We only have eleven episodes. Oh, so we have. Oh, actually, actually, I guess this was number eleven. So we we have ten episodes to go after we wrap this one up. So uh, we're doing a ten. Uh, like final 10 countdown and we're starting with with wrecking ball jb so you got to feel pretty good right yep we are blazing straight towards the finish line right now and we are coming up on my favorite stretch of the race we're gonna take a wrecking ball to this whole podcast 10 episodes from now all right (laughs) not 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 unlike all of our lives this podcast has a limited lifespan so um let this podcast be the wreck on the highway for all of us (laughs) Yeah, it's going to end one day. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, everybody have a good weekend. You know, enjoy your lives. Take deep breaths. Spend time with people that you care about. And we will be back in your feed next week, and we'll be talking about the song Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball.